Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're going to go to Calgary and talk to Global News TV anchor Lisa Dutton. She'll be doing the news from Calgary as we get ready for the Bombers and Ticats in Sunday's Grey Cup. Global News reporter Clay Young has been on the streets of Winnipeg to find out what you plan to do for the Grey Cup. And we'll talk to Charleswood Tuxedo Westwood Councillor Kevin Klein about how everybody's playing politics The budget debate, very public this time around. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. The Bombers and the Ticats, Sunday in the Great Cup in Calgary. And we go now to Calgary to talk to Global News TV anchor Lisa Dutton. Lisa, good afternoon. Hey, Hal, how's it going? Great. Thank you for doing this. I understand you literally just landed there. I am standing in the middle of the airport, and I have my bag. (laughs) And you've got your bag. That's the most important thing. On to step two, right? (laughs) What is going to be step two? I mean, get to your room, but what other things do you have planned there in Calgary? Well, I'm here in Calgary to basically connect all of our viewers and and listeners with everything that's happening here. You know, a big part of the Winnipeg story uh, is about to unfold here in Calgary this weekend. And uh, we just want to be in the thick of things. And I have to tell you, I just witnessed the best Blue Bomber Calgary Airport moment ever. All right. tell Tell me. Yes. On the plane with Willie Jefferson's wife and beautiful daughter, who already wins Best Behaved Baby on a plane. Okay. Cool. She's already got that award. We roll into the Calgary airport, and they did the big, famous, official white hat ceremony and put the white hats on Holly and the little baby Kelly. It was so beautiful. It was very such cool. A great moment. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to get white hatted while you're there? Because now, listen, you went to school at Mount Royal. You took journalism <laughs> at Mount Royal. So you're going to be able to give Winnipeggers that watch uh, global news every night a real uh, interesting view of that city because you went to yeah. school there. Yeah, somewhat familiar with Calgary. The thing is, you know, you talk about the last time the Bombers won the Great Cup back in 1990. I wasn't in school uh, much long after that. It was a long time ago. So the city's grown a lot and it, it changed a lot. And there were a few of those like guys holding VIP signs when you yeah. get off the plane. Right. But no, n- none of them were for me. Oh, well, I, of course I, I, not. Of course not. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, listen, I've got to ask you some, I've got to ask you a couple more things that I'm just about out of time. So I want, I want to let you get, get on with your day. So yeah. you, I said you went to school in, in Calgary, but you mm-hmm. are from Prince Albert in Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. and now you're mm-hmm. in Manitoba. So how are you mm-hmm. feeling going into Sunday's game, right? Because, I mean, obviously you're rooting for the Bombers, but the Riders got bumped by the Bombers. Calgary got bumped by the Bombers. Any conflicts within or not? You know what? For me, honestly, no. I think that if you're anybody living in Winnipeg, Manitoba, who's a sports fan with any sort of a heart, you want to see this team win. Absolutely. So I'm going to say that. Absolutely. Hey, and I know you've got two boys. How old are your boys? Are they excited that mom's going to be at the Grey Cup? Yeah, they're 6 and 11. They sent me off this morning. There were no tears. I uh, left the fridge well stocked and uh, (laughs) dad's in charge. So I I think we're good to go here. And, you know, everybody keeps saying, um, 
you know, this is work, but have fun. And, and just what an amazing opportunity, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. I will let you go get ready for the news. Lisa, thanks for doing this. Thanks, Hal. That is uh, our Lisa Dutton, Global News TV anchor. She will be doing Global News from Calgary as we get ready for the big game. Yes, the Bombers and Ticats on Sunday in the Grey Cup. Down the street, he smiles at everyone. Come on in, watch some of the entertainment here. Fiddler on the roof. He's a man of my man, the people's champion. Clay Young, yeah! And destiny calls him. Come on in, sit down, have some kubasa. What a guy. What a guy, what a guy. Clay Young joins us now. Clay, I'll tell you what, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're back at work because I was getting sick and tired of the emails, the text messages, the phone calls from people saying, where's Clay? What's going on with Clay? So welcome back. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, anytime I need a laugh, yes. I just have to listen to that intro. Well, do you need you... another one? I can play it again no, if you want. No. Are you sure? <laughs> no, no. Oh, you don't want it again. Okay. No, no, no. No, it's good Are you sure? I, I'm positive. Because okay. I can play. It's, see, it's right here. I just, you know, anytime you need it, you let me know. See, you're doing stuff that I would do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about that, Hal? You know, we can start all over again. We can start it all no, over again. In no, fact, no. I, can do, I can even just play. No. I can even just play this part here. What a guy! <laughs> just that part. Oh God! If you want. Any oh, part you want. Maybe you, maybe you want this part here. What? In? what? Some, just let me know. Have some Cuba saw. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just now we're just being stupid. Okay. Okay. So I played the uh, audio. You were downtown talking to people downtown about uh, feeling safer and cameras yeah. and all that stuff. You right. were also out and you just returned after talking to Winnipeggers about the bombers and the Grey Cup. Yes. What was the question? Well, what what are your plans for the Grey Cup? And you're not going to believe it. I really lucked out on these. We call them streeters. Yes. I lucked out on You are on the some, king of streeters. I lucked out on the streeters on that particular subject. Um, th- th- you're going to hear a clip mm-hmm. coming up from a lady uh, who just, she just dumped her husband off at the, at the airport. Or you just leave it at dumped no, her husband. No, she didn't <laughs> dump her husband. She dumped him <laughs> off at the airport because he's going to the game. Yeah. Then she's flying out ah. uh, this Friday. Why don't we let? Why don't we just uh, yeah, listen? Yeah, let's just listen. Wanna, I'll play so, it. I got it right okay. here. I'll play it for you. Okay. Yeah, you don't worry. You just sit back, Clay, and relax. So this is what some of the people are planning on doing for Grey Cup because right. not everybody can go to Calgary. Right. right. I mean, not oh, everybody this can first go first guy there. you're going to hear. Great idea. Let's hear him. Here we go. Take a listen now. We're getting together with a bunch of friends in his backyard. He's having a big fire pit party, and he's moving his TV right up against the window. We're all going to be outside watching. You're going to be outside. We're going to be outside in the spirit of uh, CFL football. you got to be outside. What are you going to wear? Well, I don't know. We might not need to wear too much, depending on what the beverages are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be pretty mild here in Winnipeg yeah. on Sunday. Well, we'll take we'll take some outerwear, that, if, if required, if the wind picks up. But otherwise, we should have a blast. There'll be about 50 people there. That's very cool. Give me a prediction. Oh, Bombers, of course. I look forward to it every year. It's a celebration. We've had season tickets for 42 years. Football means so much to us that we went there for our honeymoon, and we celebrate it every year. We go almost every year. 
you went to the this. you went to the Great Cup Ball on your honeymoon. We did. It was in Vancouver in 1983. You were telling me you took your husband to the. He's going to the game. He's actually going to the game. He left this morning. And you? I'm flying out on Friday morning. I don't have tickets to the game, but I have tickets to the other festivities like the Edmonton Room. The the Bombers have a social on Friday afternoon. The parade is yeah. on noon on Saturday. So give me a go Bombers go. Go Bombers go. It's pride. It's all about pride. If we can win it, I'm telling you it would be very good for the city. What are your plans for the Grey Cup? Uh, I'm going to be with my dad. He's in a home. Okay. And we're going to watch it together. Yeah. What's your prediction? They're going to win it. The Bombers? Yes, sir. You're living in Toronto, but you've been following the uh, the Bombers this season? Especially at the Grey Cup. So my son's a big fan, and he's in Guelph, Ontario. So we've been Bomber fans for a while. What are your plans this Sunday? Probably just hook up with some friends and watch the game. It's a party. <laughs> It's just a good time. It's just our, our team. It's a, our Winnipeg team. What people are getting ready to do on Sunday for the Grey Cup, the king of the streeter, Clay Young. Good job again. Thank you. Good to have you back. What are you doing for the Grey Cup? Um, I've got a couple of invites. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I'll let mm-hmm. you know. But can I can I uh, tell you something else we were discussing in the newsroom this morning? Sure. So the staff Christmas party is coming up on, oh, yes. is that, no, it's not this Friday. It's, uh, well, anyhow, it's a Friday soon. And Clay will be the next morning on the air doing his weekend morning show. And here's what I suggested to Clay. <laughs> yeah. Take a tape recorder. Well, yeah. not use your phone now. But right. take, a, take your phone and right. do streeters amongst the people at our staff Christmas party. Right. And then the next day you can play them back. Sure. And at the end of your show, the Saturday after the staff Christmas party, after the global CGOB Christmas party, you can award... Just before nine o'clock, somebody the golden lampshade award because there's always somebody. Right? What is what is the golden lampshade, Hal? It's somebody who runs around with a lampshade on their kind head. Kind of, yes. Yeah. Somebody who might uh, celebrate. Who makes an ass out of themselves <laughs> well, at, the yes. compa- at the company Christmas maybe, party? Maybe. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> you do what you want. People are just glad you're back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mister okay. Clay Young. Thank you. <laughs> Down the street, he smiles at everyone. Come on in, watch some of the entertainment here. Fiddler on the roof. He's a man among men, the people's champion. And when destiny calls him, come on in, sit down, have some kubasa. What a guy! Yes, he is quite a guy, that's for sure. Our Clay Young. We love him dearly. Um, by the way, Cam, can I uh, bring you in here for a moment? I heard you doing Clay's show on Sunday morning, was it? Yeah, I did it this, on Sunday, yeah. And you did a great job. Oh, thanks. Of course, no doubt about that. But you made me hungry <laughs> to the oh, point yeah. where I was out and about. You were talking the best burger in town. Yes. Yeah. And I was out and about on just, actually just before the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but pull over. Uh, on Selkirk there, and I hung on to Salter. <laughs> the White Top. And I went and got yeah. a burger at the White Top, and I had that during the game. Oh, that was good. Oh, they, they got great burgers They there. do. Yeah, they yeah. do. There's a lot of really good burgers around. Oh, totally. I mean, 
And, and and it's I was talking to uh, during the show. Everybody's got that one that they yep. kind of grew up with, and that's right. their favorite. Right. But that's a great part. It's like the, the the fat boy, all these little burger stands around Winnipeg. It's like a part of the culture. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then Loren McNabb was asking this morning in the newsroom. She said, "Where can I get a good clubhouse?" We we're talking about the wagon yeah. wheel. Where can I get a good clubhouse? There are some good clubhouses out there. I told you the Pony Corral's got a pretty good clubhouse, I think. And I like the Pony Corral. Yeah. I, I, I've all, I, I'm a big fan of it. I, every too. time I walk out of the Pony Corral, I'm like, You're happy. you know what? I'm, I yep. had a good meal every single you. time. So much of this is communication, you know, also. But we, in my opinion, we don't have that. And that's why it's very helter-skelter. There's lots of stuff going on. It's hard to follow. Janice Lukes, uh, from about an hour ago on this show, uh, I was asking her about all the politics, it seems to. It, it seems like everybody right now is playing politics. This budget debate is out in the open. And uh, Kevin Klein, counselor for Charleswood Tuxedo and Westwood, joins us on the phone here now. Kevin, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, thanks a lot for doing this. So um, we've been talking uh, today about uh, this vote tomorrow, essentially to divert money from the police pension to prevent job cuts within Winnipeg police. That's our question at cjob.com. By the way, number one answer right now, yes, no job losses at almost 50%. Um, And you just tabled a motion. Tell us uh, the motion and then we'll talk. Uh, well, the motion is uh, something that I've been, you know, hearing from residents that they want, right? They're looking for a more uh, practical and disciplined uh, approach to this, but uh, I won't get into all that right now or the money, the fact that that's not a, an actual, you know, fair statement to make or promise to make. We don't have that money to spend. Um, so the motion that I'm putting forward is that uh, item three, which is the police pension uh, at the, that went to the Executive Policy Committee, that the uh, public service be directed to meet with the appropriate representatives of the Winnipeg Police Association with a clear objective of finding alternatives to reaching mutually beneficial terms that will increase pension contributions by members and discontinue pensionable overtime, including but not limited to, and I gave some examples, the uh, cancellation of benefits uh, for pensionable overtime for members with seven years or less, um, increasing the members' pension contributions by 2% every year until they equal what but all other CBAs within the city uh, contribute to their pensions. And I think it would take one, two years to do that. Um, and then also, because not a lot of people are talking about it, to have the city pass a bylaw that ensures the city is not permitted to remove funds from that pension at any time and direct to general, general revenues. These are the, some of the items that weren't being talked about. So, so essentially, so, report back. Yeah, so essentially you're saying, hey, why don't the two sides sit down and work something out instead of, oh, there's going to be cuts and then, oh, let's divert the money here. And again, it kind of gets to what I've been complaining about a bit today is all this public back and forth, the playing of politics at every level and by all players. It, it, as a taxpayer, I think I speak for a lot of people out there. It's frustrating. It's maddening. Well, <laughs> I don't call it, you know what, it's childish. It's not politics. 
mean, and politicians or however you want to look at it, we're not, we shouldn't be, people shouldn't be in office for their own gain, right? We shouldn't be in office to get for one political agenda. That's, that's just not why we should be here. It's not, it makes absolutely no sense. And people are frustrated. They're frustrated with the leadership. They're frustrated about the growing violent crime and all the conversations about it, but no action. Our financial health, people, no one's come out and asked why, is this and all these big, massive shock and awe tax or uh, service cuts needed? Well, maybe we're in worse financial trouble than they're telling us. Well, I said um, that earlier. I said, uh, I said, in my humble opinion, if we're not broke, we're close to it. And uh, is, yep. is that a fair statement? Uh, I would, you know what, I, they won't show me actual financial, so, but I believe it is, because, you know, there was lots of tweets and lots of talk about how great we were at S&P, but uh, have you seen anything? And then all of a sudden after that, we're, we, we have all these major cuts to do. Um, we negotiated all the contracts. We negotiated this contract for the police. Uh, does it need to be addressed? Absolutely. But let's be adults about this for once. Let's actually be leaders, because leaders don't, you know, leaders accept responsibility. Um, they, they do whatever they can to fix the problem or they get out of the way because this is hurting not only our city and residents are afraid and it's ca- causing division among the city but think about how others are looking at us all of this is making national news for goodness sakes who's going to sit there and read that and go you know we should move to winnipeg yeah. that would be a great place to live or we should open a business in winnipeg no it's time to kind of back away check the egos at the door and sit down and say we're going to make decisions in the best interest of the city. We're not going to make them behind closed doors like we do today. Mm -hmm. This is a dysfunctional city hall right now. There's no other way to put it. It's dysfunctional. Yeah. You've been very uh, public about your differences with the mayor. Um, if If that's the case and you have some problems with the way he's doing things, why continue to serve for him as chair of the police board? Um, that's a very good question, and I can tell you quite honestly, it's because I, I'm not going to be bullied or controlled. Uh, I didn't put my name on a ballot to adhere to one man's agenda, and I won't be swayed with benefits and perks or you know, fear-mongering or blaming everything on the police commission. Th- this position that I have comes with no extra pay, unlike all the other ones. I committed to fight for Winnipeg, and even more so now. I actually came here to work. I actually thought that we needed to work hard to make our city better. We have so many good things going for us that we could make better. That's why I ran for office. I wanted to fight for Winnipeg. I don't like the way we govern. I don't like the fact that we hide all this. And, you know, I certainly didn't run uh, for office so that I could sit in the corner and just follow one person's agenda until the next election. I don't know why they think I would be like that. I have been very clear on my position. It's not personal. You're in fact, you, you, their motions and their movements and what they're doing are impacting hundreds of thousands of people. Start thinking about those people and stop thinking about the next thing in your life. That's why we're here. Kevin Klein, thanks for your time. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Kevin Klein, counselor for Charleswood, Tuxedo, and Westwood. And you can continue to vote. The question of the day at cjob.com. City Hall will vote on whether or not to divert money from the police pension to prevent job cuts within Winnipeg police. Is it a good idea? Your choice is yes, no job cut, uh, no job losses, no, find savings elsewhere, or no, 
give police more money? Number one answer right now at almost 50%, yes, no job losses. We'll see tomorrow when they vote at City Hall. 3.13 coming up on quarter hour. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.